1: Is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network.
2: Sorcerer Radio. Hey, folks, please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Flap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. I am Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. Let's make some magic. All right, cut the chatter.
0: You're listening to DW60. Uh. Welcome to the program, it's DW60's Press Row, however, you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Anchor FM, we're glad you're here to find out what is happening over at the Walt Disney World Resort, Jeff and Nicole here with you. Good morning. Good morning. It's 80's week here on Sorcerer Radio.
1: I know nothing about it.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: I was not born yet.
0: What a fantastic <laughs> time the 80s were for Walt Disney World. It was amazing. So I've heard. Yeah, yeah. It is, uh, y- you need to sometime get onto YouTube and-, and look at some of these fantastic 80s attractions that, uh, the Magic Kingdom had and Epcot had because remember back then just the two parks that was it right and uh, things like Horizons uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea if you had wings
1: I know all the music
0: <laughs> even Mr. Toad's Wild Ride was there
1: well I've been on that in Disneyland
0: yeah so. but it, you know it just it's just stuff that's gone um, even though you got to enjoy Snow White's Scary Adventure at uh, the Magic Kingdom you know it was there back in the 80s too Oh, did you?
1: I don't know.
0: Do you not remember if you did or not?
1: I don't. It's really weird. It's this like blank spot in my memory. <laughs> I like don't like a void? Yeah, I don't remember what Fantasyland looked like yeah. when on my first visit. It's the strangest thing. Hmm. Like I can't because Seven Dwarfs Mind Train wasn't open yet.
0: Okay. So
1: right. like New Fantasyland hadn't opened. Okay. But I don't, like, I don't remember any of the construction.
0: Interesting. It's a
1: weird, like, I don't know. It's like a blank, literally a blank spot in my memory. It's the strangest thing.
0: You know what's also a blank spot? The 80s? No. Well, (laughs) for some people, probably. Also, a blank spot is a nighttime parade over the Magic Kingdom, because it has now been 1,229 days.
1: Oh, my gosh!
0: No nighttime parade over the Magic Kingdom. We had one in the 80s. Uh Uh-huh. It's so the Main Street Electrical Parade. It was great. It was wonderful.
1: Lots of good parades.
0: Well, we can't even get we can't get that anymore. Yeah, it's just one of those things that uh, I'm going to be counting days until I'm probably 90 years old.
1: We said the other day we were watching somebody on Instagram and they met Josh DeMoro, the um, president of the Walt Disney World Resort. Yeah, yeah. And Jeff's like, you know. What the first thing that I would ask him would be.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, seriously. When can we get a nighttime parade again?
1: Please. Because
0: I would tell him, dude, it's been 1,229 days since we had one here. What's the deal?
1: You're like, I'm counting.
0: Yeah. And he might or might not be surprised. I don't know.
1: I I don't know
0: it's possible I don't know but I would love to run into the guy in the parks that would be great
1: he seems so nice he
0: he seems like a real people person
1: mm-hmm he and I don't know I don't I don't know if the if everyone's been like this but he just I seem feel like he's always out in the parks seems that way like Does he have a desk? (laughs) I'm
0: sure he does. (laughs) I'm sure he has a grand office with a wonderful desk and a great view and everything else. It's probably inside
1: Cinderella Castle.
0: It might be. Nobody gets to go in there anymore. (laughs) Even though there's a perfectly great suite up there. Yeah. uh, We just don't know if it gets utilized any. But anyway, you know. Uh, There are a couple of things for us to talk about for Press Row this time. Um, And one of them is... Most definitely happening. We know it's happening. Disney has told us it's happening. Mm-hmm. But there are two rumors that we need to address.
1: Rumors.
0: So, rumors of the week will be coming uh, just in a little bit.
1: Our first rumors of 2020.
0: Yeah, some real good ones, too. Very interesting. But the first thing I want to talk about is Cinderella Castle in the Magic Kingdom.
1: I'm which excited.
0: Which is going to be getting a not-so-extreme makeover. Well, it's it's really not.
1: I don't know. It's it's not extreme, but it is certainly different.
0: Well, that's why I'm saying a not so extreme because let's for a second reference back to the former makeovers that the castle yeah. temporarily had in comparison in comparison to what this is, yeah. okay? <laughs> so First let's talk about the Pepto Bismol like
1: This is my favorite
0: makeover.
1: It's pink
0: of Cinderella Castle in the Magic Kingdom. I mean
1: it looked like a bl- a bouncy house.
0: <laughs> it was a birthday cake makeover uh-huh. for the 25th anniversary of Walt Disney World and I mean, from this picture right here. I, I love mean, it. That we're looking at. Uh. <laughs> Horrible. I
1: mean, I can't imagine it being an eyesore. It was. But I love it.
0: <laughs> I, I said this during the 411 uh, that we play here on Sorcerer Radio. I would probably say 80% of the people hated it yeah. and 20% loved it.
1: Have you seen they came out within the last like month or two with a shirt that has the castle on it? No. Like, Are you yeah. serious? the cake castle. Are
0: yeah. you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. I would never wear that. I would no. That it's just horrible. They literally painted the entire castle two shades of pink. I love it. And then put all these birthday candles on the towers, and and it's candy. It looks like candy canes, and it
1: reminds me of Candyland.
0: Uh, yeah, it kind of reminds me of that too.
1: In the big crop candy mountains.
0: So, so there was that one. That's what you call. You know, an extreme. extreme makeover. That's extreme.
1: Extreme makeover, castle yeah. edition.
0: Yeah. I mean, just...
1: hi, Pennington, whew. where are you?
0: So let's skip ahead a little bit. That was in 1996. Let's skip ahead to 2004. And there was a makeover of the castle, which involved toilet paper.
1: Yeah, someone and TP'd the castle.
0: Gra- graffiti on the castle as well. Travesty. And that was in honor of Stitch's arrival, Stitch's Great Escape, over in Tomorrowland. That Mm -hmm. happened in 2004. That wasn't so bad. but
1: Can you imagine being the person? (laughs) Well, I don't think they actually spray painted the castle. But can you imagine like spray painting the castle? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was a sticker, but
0: (laughs) it had to have been. Yeah, there's no way that they actually did that. But it, it literally looks like a bunch of teenagers in their senior year snuck into the Magic Kingdom at night and threw toilet paper all over Cinderella Castle. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, for some may have been an eyesore. It didn't bother me all that much. It was only for like a day. No, no. It was longer than that, wasn't it? Had to not much. I, I can't remember. But it, it, not not bad. It's okay. Yeah. Then let's jump ahead 1 year to 2005. To the happiest celebration on earth and this makeover of Cinderella Castle in some ways resembles the future makeover that we're about to have. Right. Which or is for romantic. Yeah, which and and this this one coming up is for a specific reason. Now, when we look at this one, I mean, take a look at this. You have this, you know, big. Uh, what is that right there?
1: I don't. Know. What is that supposed? To, what was
0: that supposed to be? I can't remember.
1: It almost looks like a like a Barbie Dream House type of like emblem on the front of the castle.
0: Yeah, but I mean, th- the color of the castle itself pretty much stayed the same, and you've got these gold accents on the spires. Yep, and this almost like a massive mirror looking at another castle in the very center. Where the clock usually is. I
1: don't get it. You know.
0: And then you had things like Peter Pan, Wendy, flying around the main spire up there on the top. Oh, that's Right there in that area. And there were just little bitty accents um, throughout the entire area. The stage was done and everything else. It looked good. This one was not an eyesore I could have done without the whole mirror-like Yeah thing on the front of it, you know, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all type thing, right? Because that's how it's shaped, in my opinion. I guess, Yeah. So
1: it looks like a brooch.
0: Not too bad. Not too bad. I, I, I lived with that one and I was okay with it. Now we come to this upcoming makeover that the castle is going to have. And it is. Let's be specific here. This is not for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. No. Okay. This Who is, knows?
1: They could do something else.
0: Yeah, exactly. This is for the 70th anniversary of the animated classic Cinderella. Mm-hmm. So if you went and said, you know, oh, they're doing this for the 50, 50th anniversary, no, you were wrong. Right. Not the case. You were partially right. It's just for the 70th anniversary, but I guarantee you... It's not going anywhere.
1: No. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did something additional for the 50th.
0: Could be. Could very well be. And I have to be honest, in the last couple of years, I'll have to say, Cinderella Castle was looking a little bit faded in some areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blue just didn't stand out on those spires. Right. Uh, the, the grayish color looked a little bit faded. And for some reason, when the castle lights went on for the holiday season, it just, I don't know, it just looked different. It still looked fantastic. I loved it. Well, the Florida sun is harsh. It is very harsh. So something like this is needed. And here we go with those gold accents Love it. on the towers. Love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's not too gaudy looking. No. It kind of matches up with the very top spire on the very, very top and gold. Yes. Looks good. The bottom portion of the castle still has that grayish stone look to it. Mm -hmm. But here's what's interesting. And a lot of people are wondering, is this just the concept art or is this actually going to happen? There's a slight pinkish color to the upper portion of the castle in this picture. Yes. I love it. I know you love it. But the question is, everybody else, do they love it, though? Do they want it to look a little pinkish? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. I um, saw
1: someone say uh, they must have got a discount on the same paint from Disneyland because <laughs> the Disneyland <laughs> castle is just repainted too and it's the same.
0: Got that pinkish color to it?
1: Yeah, with the blue yeah. turrets and the gold accents. It's yeah. exactly the same. So. But I don't think they should be the same.
0: Well, I know Shanghai has these gold accents as well for mm-hmm. their castle and I believe Paris
1: Yes, has a pink castle.
0: Okay. So, uh, we're seeing a little mixture of other castles being put into Cinderella Castle in the Magic Kingdom. Yes. I get that. Here's the part that people are not going to like. Uh-huh. This is what's going to upset a lot of people, I'm sure. They're there for their Walt Disney World vacation. They've never been there before. They're walking down Main Street, USA for the very first time. They're making that turn there by the flagpole. They see the castle for the first time. And there's this huge crane right there in front.
1: <laughs> we have so many pictures with the crane. <laughs> you know. The dang crane.
0: Or, you know, there's these, I think they're called scrims. And I don't
1: think there's going to be scrim.
0: You don't think there's going to be scrim? No. I don't know. In order to, to, to make changes like this, I would think that they would have to. No. Because scaffolding is going to have to be put up in order to do these gold accents. So scrim is going to have to go up as well.
1: Well, they don't have scrim up when they take, put the lights up and take them down.
0: Yeah, they don't. That is true. But those are just simply hung on Great. the castle. These are, not per, these are permanent fixtures, I'm guessing. So yeah. in order to mold them and put them onto the spires of the castle, they have to put up scaffolding.
1: You think they're going to put new stuff on the castle or they're just going to paint it?
0: From what I'm looking at, I don't know if it's paint or if it's new.
1: I, I took I, it I as know. just paint.
0: So even if it's paint, I still think scaffolding is going to go up. Well, yeah. There may be some scrim areas. Now, would those scrims mess with nighttime shows on Cinderella Castle? I don't think so.
1: Well, that's what they that's what makes me think there's no scrim, because they said the castle shows shows in front of the castle and the nighttime spectaculars won't be affected. And if they're projecting onto the castle, I don't think anything's going to be obstructing it.
0: I don't know. We'll find out in the next coming weeks.
1: Yeah, because it'll be done by the end of the summer.
0: It's supposed to be. So I'm hoping when we show up in September we have an all new castle to look at.
1: I'm excited. In
0: some form or fashion, you know. So definitely a lot of picture time going on at Cinderella Castle. But I'm, I'm real cu- I'm curious, I guess, to hear what your thoughts are on this, you know, small makeover of Cinderella Castle. Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it was needed? Do you think that it just needs to be left alone? Does it just need a new coat of paint? No. Because let's be honest, Cinderella Castle is probably one of the most recognizable structures in the world. Yes. Along with... The castle at Disneyland, mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty Castle. When you see those two structures, you know exactly what they are. Right. There's no question. Now, those who don't know Disney very well may go, "Is that Disneyland or is that Disney World?" Right. Understandable. Mm-hmm. But like Mickey Mouse, those structures are it's it's like bread and butter. Right. You know, it just goes it just goes together. I was, that is Disney.
1: I was thinking about this too. For Disneyland's 60th, they added features to the castle, uh-huh. like attached stuff, and it damaged the castle, and there had to be repaired and repainted, which is all the the repair work that was happening when the castle was behind scrim. Right, rim. right. So I don't think they're going to put stuff on the castle.
0: I'm hoping that this is just gold accents well, and, and just repainting.
1: 50th anniversary is is gold. Yeah. Well, it well. It was at Disneyland. Yeah. For Disneyland's fiftieth anniversary, everything was gold. Like sixty was the diamond, fifty was gold.
0: The shades of blue look a little bit darker.
1: Mm-hmm. They look more vibrant.
0: Yeah, they do. And and I look really think richer. that this is going to make a a, a fantastic photo. I'm excited. Anytime. Anytime that you're on Main Street USA. So we're interested. Uh, let us know in the Sorcererity of Disney Fun Zone what you think about these changes coming to Cinderella Castle. Or if you want to, you can send us an email. Send your email to dw60 at srsounds.com. I wasn't like every other kid, you know, who dreams about being an astronaut. I was always more interested in uh, what bark was made out of on a tree. Hey, how you doing? You must think I'm pretty stupid.
1: You should never be allowed to talk to people. That's what I'm talking about! Let's get
2: nuts! It's time for the DW60 Rumor of the Week.
0: Now this is a very, very interesting rumor that we've come across.
1: There's two of them.
0: I, I got... Uh, A text message. No, it was a message on Facebook that somebody had said this, I guess, on Facebook somewhere. And they talk about those little twinkling lights over in Future World at Epcot. Mm -hmm. You know, when it gets dark, the concrete just, you know, shines. It's got these little stars. Yeah, and patterns
1: and swirls. Yeah, and
0: all they move and everything. Really cool effect. And it's kind of like that final moment of magic before you leave Epcot for the night. So, according to this post, they're saying that as the Future World area goes under more construction, Mm -hmm. that these little starry lights in the concrete are just going to go away. Completely and totally, and and they're just going to be gone. Mm. I I don't know if I can live with that.
1: No, I do not want them to go away. I do understand that they may need to be taken out for... Like, wow, the area is under construction, but I would hope that they'd put them back because I can't see like cranes and backhoes and everything going over them without them being damaged. Yeah. And I'm sure that that area is going to be tore up. So as long as they can remove them and reinstall them or update them or something.
0: Here's my hope. If if you're going to rip them up out of the ground, that's fine. Okay. But how great would it be? Pushing them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I want them on, on you know, whatever house I own. What if Disney Imagineers said, you know what? These things are so popular. Why not go ahead and let's do it bigger and better?
1: I would hope so. Yeah. That they would use the new technology to make it, to
0: improve upon it. I would. I would be so excited if that was the case.
1: I would love to see it So the area that it was in. If you're walking out of the park to the left of Spaceshipper, it was like a separate pathway that had benches and a little seating area. And I would love to see it, It, you know, go up a wall. Yeah. Or be on a bench or, you know, like if it was on a, under a walkway, go, you know, up the wall and on top of the ceiling type. That'd be cool. Yeah, it would or be. like, um, when you step, it would light up.
0: Oh, that would be you know, interesting. So it would
1: like follow your footsteps.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Kind of, but 80s week. It makes me think of a Michael Jackson video, Billie Jean.
1: Right, when he's when he's walking and the things are lighting up yeah. and everything.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's a good idea. Hello, Disney. It's kind of a good idea, mommy. <laughs> so we had that one, and we had one other uh, rumor. T- rumor that we needed to mention that actually came up yesterday. Tell them about this. This is very interesting.
1: So a website called intheno.com has been at Toy Fair New York this week. And they interviewed Lucasfilm's Senior Vice President of Licensing, Paul Southern. And they say that in a meeting, he indicated that meeting the Mandalorian will soon be a staple attraction um that it can be expected quote in the very near future um so he said so the reality is that we feel it's really important for our guests at the parks to be able to meet all of our key characters on a first hand personal basis and so it's something we're working on we think it's appropriate and i think it's something that the guests at the parks can look forward to in the very near future
0: so in no way shape or form has disney come out and said Mandalorian meet-and-greet is coming soon. No, not the case.
1: Right. Every every Disney news site has picked that up and ran.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, and, and I've said this before recently in the past month and a half or so, that while Ray and Chewbacca and Kylo Ren and the Stormtroopers walking around Galaxy's Edge is great it's going to get stale Mm -hmm. eventually. It may not happen right now, but eventually it's going to get stale. So that's why I think we have started to see testing of Mm R2-D2 going around Star Wars Galaxy's Edge out at Disneyland. He was seen outside the Star Wars launch bay at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So let's take a moment and think about how big it would be with the Mandalorian being what it is right now Mm -hmm. with Baby Yoda whatever it's called
1: The Child
0: (laughs) The Child being as popular as they are right now because merchandise is about to come out on Baby Yoda
1: So this New York Toy Fair today Yeah Lounge Fly er, announced a bag a Baby Yoda backpack Build the bear said they're coming out with a baby Yoda. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, Hasbro a... has an animatronic right, that's available for pre-order and right. it's only sixty dollars. I mean, wow,
0: yeah. The, do, you,
1: do you remember the the BB-8 um, RC?
0: I do. I've got one. Remember?
1: Yeah, I gave it to you. Um, <laughs> but that, I think that was more expensive.
0: It was. It was like a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So. With it being what it is, with all this merchandise coming out, mm-hmm. to have the Mandalorian walking around Star Wars Galaxy's Edge <laughs> with Baby Yoda in tow. That'd
1: be so cool if they could make his little thing hover, his little yeah, basket. That would be thing.
0: super cool. <laughs> if not, I understand if they could figure out a different way to do it. Understandable. Yeah. I, that's fine. But yes, Lucasfilm is right. This would be a fantastic idea. So. Disney just needs to tell us, yeah, that's what we're doing.
1: I think it would, if it was to come to the parks, I think it would be along the lines of the Star Lord and Baby Groot meet and greet that was yeah. in Hollywood Studios in One Man's Dream, where Baby Groot was like on a table or little like animatronic.
0: That's true. That would
1: probably yeah. be what Baby Yoda.
0: But to have that full effect, though, I would want the Mandalorian walking around Star Wars Galaxy's Edge.
1: Well, he may walk around. Yeah. But if, if, the child was involved, I think that would be... I don't know. Or maybe it'll be somebody, like, Push. Somebody up, walking behind them, nondescript, with a red yeah, patrol.
0: True. It's a great idea, but here's the thing. It's still only a rumor. Right. Then it's coming. It's not confirmed. Disney has not said that we're doing this yet. So... What, as exciting as it is, I think everybody just needs to take a breath. Yeah. Buy your merchandise and and, and enjoy all of that and everything else. And we'll just have to wait and see if they're actually going to do something like this. Because, like I've said before, we definitely need some more characters there in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Let's do some emails. It's email
1: time. It's email time. Hey, everybody, it's email time.
0: <laughs> all right. We've got an email. From our last show, this is in response to the uh, things that we talked about last week that couples can do outside of the Walt Disney World Resort. Right. Real good show. If you haven't listened to it, it's available via the DW60 Press Road podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, iHeartRadio, a couple of others. So definitely listen to it. This email comes from Victoria. She said, Hi, Jeff and Nicole. I was listening to your show Friday about all the things to do for date nights. You had asked if anyone had ever eaten at Victoria and Albert's to email you. I am not sure what kind of information would interest you, but I thought I could give you a little rundown of what we experienced. My husband and I ate there on our wedding night almost four years ago. It was an experience unlike any other. It is one of the quietest restaurants on property most of the signature dining experiences are cramped noisy and rather rushed the noise level is often a pet peeve of mine this was the exact opposite for making a reservation i called 180 days from check-in or about 184 days at 659 at a.m at the time you could not book victorian alberts online in fact disney had us call the restaurant directly We were wanting to book the chef's table. The chef's table was unavailable, so instead, we booked the Queen Victoria room, which is where they serve the 10 course meal. They only have four two seater tables in that room the evening that we were there. There was only one other table in use, and they were seated on the opposite side of the room. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. The main dining room is larger but still intimate. Talking with cast member, and cast members handling reservations, they were able to accommodate our food allergies, which is seafood and raspberries, mm-hmm. which I was concerned about given the sample menus online. We arrived about 20 minutes early and were seated immediately. Our server had been with Disney for 15 years and had been at that location for eight years. It was the best service we ever experienced at Disney or anywhere for that matter. Once seated, we were asked if we wanted to do the wine pairing or do our beverages separately. There was one particular wine we wanted to try, but cost-wise, it was almost equivalent of the pricing if we ordered the bottle. That's... Mm -hmm. wow. (laughs) We decided to do the pairing as it was one of the ones included. So, oh, that's nice. That's nice to know. You can do the wine pairing because that's included with the uh, the price of what you got.
1: No, the they're saying the bottle of wine they wanted to try was in the wine pairing.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. But the wine pairing is it's it's nice. Yeah. So, she said the food was incredible. We struggled to make it through the last two to three courses.
1: See, that's always our concern. Yeah. Is I feel like when we see pictures, the plates are very small, and that we yeah. would spend all that money and not be full
0: it doesn't seem like there's a lot on the plate, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, they struggled through the last two to three courses, which were cheese, desserts, and candies. Well, mm. <laughs> <laughs> just throw
1: bread in there and that is all my favorite food.
0: Yeah, really? <laughs> that sounds good to me. Um, she said we were there well over four hours. Yeah. That's a long dinner. Really long dinner. As we left, we were given a rose and box of truffles made on site.
2: Cute.
0: Right? She said, we may go back for a major anniversary. Excuse me. But if we do, we will probably make different choices. Given the costs, there are other things we'd like to try before heading back to Victoria and Albert's. I'm happy to answer any questions you may have about Victoria and Albert's. From Victoria. Look
1: like at that, <laughs>
0: Victoria. Thank you so much for sharing your experience of that restaurant with us. That's interesting wow. yeah. to know
1: that they would maybe choose something else. I wonder what would they rather choose.
0: Well, she said they want to they want to choose uh, something else, other other choices, which
1: before going back, before they would go back.
0: Kind of makes sense just cost-wise for me. Yeah. Because that, that that's a lot. It is. That's a lot to, to just say, hey, let's just go back. Maybe they're talking like a 10-year anniversary. Maybe they're talking a five-year. Who knows? Yeah. But that's some really good stuff to know. And to know that there's 10 courses that you may or may not get through.
1: I think there's a seven course and a 10 course. I might be wrong, but I think so.
0: I look at it this way: if you're gonna do it, do it. Yeah. Do I mean because? Let's be honest. You're paying the money. Do the ten course. Well, why, yeah. Why do it short? And do the seven. You know.
1: A seven course price option and a ten course price option. Yeah. Um, I have a friend that dined there on their honeymoon. And she said the same thing that they're very accommodating. There is an item that they brought out that she didn't like. Yeah. And they made her something else. Um, Interesting. And they said the same thing that there was so much food that they almost couldn't finish.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. That is so crazy. Well, I appreciate the email. Um, Thank
1: you. Yeah. yeah.
0: If we have any other questions, uh, we will, we will most definitely be asking you because, um, Victorian Alberts is definitely on our radar. I guess I could say it that way. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, maybe on down the line, maybe our five year anniversary or something like that, um, we'll be able to, to do Victorian Alberts. Yeah. So I appreciate the email. If you have an email, a comment for on the show or anything else that you want to talk about with us, it's real easy. All you have to do is send your email to dw60srsounds.com. at srsounds.com. So those are your headlines, your rumors, and your email. Here on Press Row.
2: Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com
0: tired of missing out on free dining and special park openings looking to keep your finger on the pulse of all things disney well we've got you covered earsalert.com has up-to-date news deals and information from the very best disney news sources visit earsalert.com
2: and download our ios or android app to get immediate updates whenever a disney
1: news story breaks visit earsalert.com today
2: Hear ye, hear ye, all heed the arrival of Prince Charming. Well, that's P-R-I-N-T-S Charming, don't you know? <clears throat> the Prince Charming Company has been searching for loyal cobblers who wish to have all of their Disney-themed printing needs taken into their care. Stickers, pin-back buttons, event banners, shirts, and much more. Why stray from the safe haven of the kingdom to others that just don't understand our Disney people? The Prince Charming Company has been serving the loyal people of our lands for years and will help you make a magical impact on your customers. So visit PrinceCharmingCo.com today. We're keeping the kingdom colorful one sticker at a time. That's PrinceCharmingCo.com for all of your Disney printing needs. That's it. Carry
0: on. Are you a park opener? Maybe you love the smell of pirate water. Here at 3 Cheeky Chicks Wax Company, we're a little sweet on Gaston, and we think you might be too. Bring these magically inspired scents to your home, or it could be off with your head. Magically scent your world at MagicallyScented.com. Source for radio listeners, be sure to use the code SOR20 to get 20% off your next Magically Scented order. Take a moment and think about where you are now. Let's dream about where you'd rather be. A Disney Cruise Line vacation, perhaps. Let us help. We'll add some ocean waves. Now, the kids are playing at their own clubs. You're enjoying a romantic dinner. And tonight, gather for fireworks over the ocean. More fireworks. When you're dreaming of the perfect vacation for the whole family, the difference is Disney.
1: Visit www.storybookdestinations.com to get started. Together, we can write your next fairy tale vacation.
0: Enhance your Epcot International Festival of the Arts experience with the Festival of Food mobile app. With the Festival of Food app, you'll see everything that's available, including location, pictures, and pricing. Create your to-do list, track your progress, and read ratings and reviews from other foodies. There's a lot to taste at this year's festival. You don't want to miss a thing. Download the free Festival of Food app today to start planning, eating, and sharing. Available for iOS and Android. Find it in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Social Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at com. Time to get to our birthdays this morning on the show. We didn't have an opportunity to do them last week, so we have uh, about two or three, four to go through. All right, so here we go. Birthday time! Hi, Jeff and Nicole. Love the show.
1: Thanks.
0: I have a birthday request for my dad, David, who turns eighty-one years old on February the fifteenth. When at Disney, he never grows old. With him leading twelve scooter strangers on a scooter parade <laughs> during Halloween parties, an all-time highlight. Love you, pops. Happy birthday. That is from Bill Plummer.
1: I love that.
0: I love that. David, 81 years old, you get sparkles.
1: David.
0: <laughs> that is fantastic. I was at Disney <laughs> Springs
1: once and saw, um, you know, the golf carts that they pick up garbage in? Yeah. I saw that golf cart guy racing somebody on a scooter. Like, they were on the top floor of the parking garage, and they were like, three, two, one, and they were racing each other. kidding <laughs> it, it was a cast member <laughs> and a guest.
0: That's fantastic. I love that. Next one comes from Deb. She says, hi, Jeff and Nicole. Hi, Deb. I would like to request a birthday shout out for Bree, my daughter and big Disney fan. She turns 14 on February the 15th. That's a Saturday. I love her to bits from her nose to her toes and to the moon and back. I don't know if you remember about three plus years ago, Jeff, you were trying to get 50 votes to play Jeff the Halls. Well, she voted through me on facebook and when you announce this info on air she actually cried i still have the audio and video of her anywho if you could wish her a happy birthday and if nicole could add that pixie dust magical sound that would be swell thanks for today's show have a great weekend that is from deb so
1: glitter sounds Cue the
0: glitter sounds. Cue the glitter sounds for Bree.
1: Bree, <laughs> there she
0: is, turning 14 years old. Fantastic! I love ah,
1: fourteen. It.
0: La fourteen. The choices I would make differently at 14.
1: <laughs> I don't remember what choices I was making at 14. Uh, it probably weren't great.
0: I don't know, but I'd do it different. I know that. I don't remember either. All right, final one comes from Johnny. Said, "Hey Jeff and Nicole." I was wondering if I could get a birthday shout-out. Hopefully I'm not too late for Friday's show. I figured there was no better way to start my birthday celebration off than to listen to DW60 on Friday. Hard to believe I will be 31 years old on February the 21st. Thank you for keeping all of us listeners in the know, love the show, and look forward to it every week. Thank you from Johnny. Johnny, guess what? Sparkles for you as well.
1: Johnny! <laughs> happy birthday today!
0: Happy birthday, yes. Literally, today Best is his birthday. birthday. So big happy birthday to him. Do you have a birthday? Does your your father, your son, your mother, your daughter, your cat, your dog, your lizard, your snake? Bunny? Bunny. Alpaca. Whatever. Goat. Does somebody have horse, a birthday? Snake? <laughs> Let us know. Send your email. To DW60 at SRSounds.com, and we will give whoever it is, whatever it is, sparkles as well sparkles. here on the show. So, for everybody who is celebrating a birthday uh, this week, next week, and any other time, this song is for you. Da, 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 da.
2: Bum, 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 Have bum, Happy birthday, bum, a great big to-do. Let's celebrate, bum, yeah, celebrate you. So make cool. a wish, make, make a wish on your special day. You're looking great, so great. Come, come celebrate. Ha- happy birthday from us to you. Oh, from the place. Yes, from the place the where dreams do come true. So here's, here's a wish in one, two, three, four, part, part Harmony. harmony. That's good. Yum, man. (laughs) You think Calypso music is hot? You wait till you taste the pepper on this one.
0: Ico, Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Now, if you need to get in contact with me, send me an email. Send it to DW60 at SRSounds.com. You can contact me on Twitter at DW underscore 60. You can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page, or you can contact me in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. If you want to hear DW60 in its entirety? Listen every single Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at srsounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcasts. Have a magical day.